A good morning. I welcome to Zion Lutheran Church on this fourth Sunday of Advent. Before we begin our service, just a few things I want to draw your attention to this morning. Uh, you'll notice that there are two handouts in your bulletins. Uh, the first is about disaster relief uh, from Lutheran Disaster Response. If uh, you feel led to donate to tornado relief in particular, uh, two options for you. You can put a donation into the offering plate and mark that tornado relief. Or if you would rather give on your own, there's an address here for Lutheran Disaster Response. Just mark that as tornado response and that will go to relief in Kentucky and other places that need those funds. The other handout you see is for our information as we get to, to the new year, we want to confirm that we have your correct contact information. So if you would just take a moment and write your name on this, if everything's the same, we have your information, just mark it as same. Uh, if something has changed with you recently, please let us know so we have your correct information. This morning, our service will begin with our children uh, of Sunday School and Confirmation presenting to us the Nativity story. So without further ado, I will let them present for us. Over 2,000 years ago, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary who was pledged to be married to a carpenter named Joseph. Greetings, Mary. You are highly favored and the Lord is with you. What do you want? Why did you come to see me? Do not be afraid. You have found favor with God and will conceive and give birth to a son. You will call him Jesus. How is that possible? I'm a virgin. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. I serve the Lord. May his will be done. Joseph, Mary's betrothed, found out Mary was pregnant before they came together. Because he loved her yet believed she had been unfaithful, he decided to divorce her quietly so she would not be in disgrace. Before he could, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. The child was conceived from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. I must find Mary and make her my wife. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. Everyone was required to go to their hometown to register. So Joseph took Mary, who was great with child, on a hard journey to Bethlehem to register. When Mary and Joseph arrived, they looked for a place to stay. Like you want it. My wife is about to give birth, and we need a place to stay. There's no one left. Please help us. I need a warm place to have my child. There's a stable nearby. How can the Son of God be born in a dirty stable? It's okay, Mary. The Lord will provide, and you and the baby will be out of the hole. The time soon came for the baby to be born. Mary gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. I will call on Jesus just as the, end, the angel instructed of me. He is the promised Messiah, the Son of God. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby. 
keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Who are you? Why are you here? Go away. Do not be afraid. I bring good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be assigned to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in the What? The Messiah would have waited for us to come? Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So the shepherds hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who lay in the manger. We are humbled to look upon our Savior. Thank you, God bless you. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east. Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship. King Herod heard about the wise men and the baby who was called the king of Jews and was disturbed. He called the wise men secretly to him. Go and search carefully. For the child, as soon as you find him, report to me, so I too can go and worship him. King Herod had no intention of worshiping the baby. Jealousy and fear lived in his heart, and, and he planned to kill the child. But the wise men went on their way and followed the star they had seen until it stopped over the place where the child was. They saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. We are wise men, astrologers from the east. We have traveled a long way, guided by a bright star, to find your child and bring him gifts. I brought the gift of gold. I have brought the child the gift of frankincense. And I have brought the gift of murder. Thank you for this gift. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe on your journey. King Herod asked us to return to him to let him know where your child is, but we were warned in a dream not to go back to him. We will return to our country by another route. This was the first Christmas. After the wise men had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and told him to escape to Egypt. There, the holy family lived until King Herod was dead, and then they went to live in a town called Nazareth. Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. He was the Son of God, born to save his people by bearing their sins.
congregation, I'll invite you to stand. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord.
Let us pray. Stir up your power, Lord Christ, and come. With your abundant grace and might, free us from the sin that binds us, that we may receive you in joy and serve you always. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I invite you to be seated. A reading from Micah. But you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah, who are one of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me, one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from on old, from ancient days. Therefore, he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has brought forth. Then the rest of his kindred shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord our God. And they shall live secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be the one of peace. The word of the Lord. We will intone the psalmody. reading from Hebrews. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, See, God, I have come to do your will. O God, in the scroll of the book, it is written of me. When he said the above, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings, 
These are offered according to the law. Then he said, See, I have come to do your will. He abolishes the first in order to establish the second. And it is by God's will that we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. The word of the Lord. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant, Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham, and to his descendants forever. The Gospel of the Lord. I invite you to be seated. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, I did want to take a few moments this morning to share a word with you about our Gospel. It's a beautiful gospel, and the context is, of course, that the angel Gabriel has come to Mary, told her that that the Holy Spirit was going to conceive in her the child who would be the Messiah. And so shortly after, with the child in her womb, Mary visits her cousin Elizabeth. But in this little story, this little text, we see in Mary a kind of prototypical Christian. We see in Mary really a first look at what the Christian life is to be. And so in Mary, we see the story of how every Christian is blessed. Because like Mary, Christians are blessed through their relationship with Christ, and Christians are blessed when they trust in the promises of God. So in this this text, there are two times that Elizabeth calls Mary blessed. The first time, Elizabeth greets Mary as blessed among women because of her relationship with the Lord. She says, blessed are you 
as the mother of my Lord. Right? And so for Elizabeth to greet Mary is something, because Elizabeth is a much older, a much older cousin. And so in that culture, it should have been the other way around. Right? It really should have been Mary greeting Elizabeth and calling her blessed. No, but Elizabeth lifts Mary up in her status, and she lifts her up because Mary is the mother of Christ. She's bearing the Son of God in her womb. And so we see in the text that it's not necessarily that there's anything special about Mary. Right? And I have no problem believing that Mary was indeed holy, that she was humble, that she was obedient. But the scriptures never point us to anything that indicates that Mary is set apart from you and I. Rather, what this text shows us is that it's Christ who makes her special. Right? It's her relationship to the Lord that gives her her identity. Well, this is also true for us as Christians. Right? Our blessedness as Christians comes in our relationship to the Lord. It's not that there's anything special in us. It's not that we have a unique status because we're good people or we're moral people. Rather, we're unique because Christ has identified himself with us. We're unique because Christ is in us, Christ is with us, and we are united to Christ. Right? And so like Mary, we are blessed people. And we're blessed people because Christ is with us. The second time Elizabeth says that Mary is blessed is because she says that Mary has believed that the Lord's word would be fulfilled. Now if we go back to that scene with the angel Gabriel announcing to Mary what was to happen, you can imagine that Mary surely had questions. How could she have possibly put all of it together how could she really grasp the mystery of God? She may have had a hint of the risk that was, she was taking on. Right? As, as an unmarried young lady, right? and, and the Holy Spirit was coming upon her, what kind of social risk was she taking on? Yet she trusted in God's word. She trusted in him through the risk of what God was going to do through her. She could not have fully understood God's plan, but yet she trusted in his word, and she said, let it be done according to your will. Let it be done. Right? Mary trusted in God's word. And so then also are we as Christians blessed when we hear God's word and hear God's promises and believe them and trust them. When you believe that Christ has come for you, when you believe that your sins are forgiven, when you believe that he now comes to you under the bread and wine of Holy Communion, then you are blessed. And that's the Christian life. That's who we're called to be. Right? We're not unique people necessarily because we do great works. We're not necessarily set apart by what we have, by our jobs. No, what sets us apart as Christians that, that we trust in God's word and we trust in his promises. And so in this season, as we enter into Christmas, we enter into the promise 
of God who says, I'm never going to leave you. Nothing will ever separate me from you. And so today, dear Christian, blessed are you when you believe that the Christ child, the child who lies in a manger in a barn, has come to save you. Blessed are you, Christian, because Christ is for you. Amen. Now again, I'll invite you to stand as together we confess our faith using the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, is seated at the right hand of the Father, 
He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We look one baptism for the forgiveness of sin. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Now let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Almighty God, we praise you that you sent your Son to become flesh for us, and that by your grace the Virgin Mary received your word with faith. Teach us now to cherish your Son, trusting that he has come to save us. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, we praise you that by your kind providence you create new life. Preserve all pregnant women and the children in their wombs. Grant them safety through their pregnancies and in their deliveries, and help all parents to nurture their children in love. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, fill with peace the hearts of all those who are far away from their homes this season, especially missionaries, members of our military, and all aid workers. In your timing, reunite them safely to their families. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, guide all who administer and judge our laws. Change the hearts of those who would lead us away from your justice and truth. Preserve in this land the freedom to serve you and lead us to be faithful citizens and provide wisdom to those in public office, especially Joseph, our president, and Richard Michael, our governor. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, graciously watch over the hungry, the poor, the unemployed, Move us to serve you in showing mercy to all of those in need. Comfort the grieving, heal the sick, and grant faith to the dying. We pray especially for Bob, for Steve, Kara, Chuck, Nancy, Maddox, Derek, Troy, Donald, Ray, Amanda, Dwight, John, Deb, Marilyn, Rose, Tony, Carolyn, Carolyn, and Jane. Lord, in your mercy, receive our praise for the faithful lives of the saints who have preceded us in death. With all of your saints, bring us in hope to the day of our resurrection, when your Son will forever be our light. Lord, in your mercy, all these things and whatever else you see that we need, grant to us, dear Father, for the sake of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And now the peace of the Lord be with you always. Greet one another with signs of Christ's peace. Peace.
And now we know that long ago the brightest star brought joy to Holy God, gracious and merciful, you bring forth food from the earth and nourish your whole creation. Turn our hearts toward those who hunger in any way, that all may know your care, and prepare us now to feast on the bread of life, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. 
Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful Father, through our Savior Jesus Christ. You comforted your people with the promise of the Redeemer, through whom you will also make all things new in the day when he comes to judge the world in righteousness. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the host of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy One, the beginning and the end, the giver of life, blessed are you for the birth of creation. Blessed are you in the darkness and in the light. Blessed are you for your promise to your people. Blessed are you in the prophet's hopes and dreams. Blessed are you for Mary's openness to your will. Blessed are you for your son, Jesus, the word made flesh. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread. He gave thanks and broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again after supper he took, cup, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people, for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. With this bread and cup, we remember your word dwelling among us, full of grace and truth. We remember our new birth and his death and resurrection. We look with hope for his coming. Holy God, we long for your spirit. Come among us. Bless this meal. May your word take flesh in us. Awaken your people. Fill us with your light. Bring the gift of peace on earth. All praise and glory are yours, Holy One of Israel. Word of God incarnate, power of the Most High, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Thanks be to God.
congregation, please stand. Let us pray. We give you thanks, almighty God, that you have refreshed us through the healing power of this gift of life. In your mercy, strengthen us through this gift in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Peace.
serve the Lord. Yeah.